Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I am all by myself today. Andy Bates is still on vacation. He'll be back uh, hopefully at the end of this week. And then we'll be off and off and away. All of us are traveling around everywhere to uh, National Youth Gathering and the convention. So uh, if you're at either of those places, uh, be sure to stop by and see us and get some swag and uh, just talk to us about, about why you love KFUO Radio. We always love to hear your stories. Um, and speaking of stories, uh, we have a familiar voice. Uh, we. I say we because Andy's always with me. Um, uh, I, I have a familiar voice in studio joining me, Rachel Baumberger, who until recently was editor of the Lutheran Witness. And now uh, you're off on a new adventure with your Navy chaplain husband. So... Thanks for stopping by and joining me. Thank you. I am uh, in full relocation mode right now, (laughs) but it's nice to take a break from that and come sit and chat with you. Yeah. Getting you in studio was like, when are you you in town? When are you elsewhere? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So in in the midst of all of this uh, transition... um, I'm always, I'm always curious about people's stories and how they, um, how they manage through transition because it's, it's really hard on me. So I'm sure that it's not always easy for other people. And, and yet at the same time, there's always things that you learn. Um, and there's always things that, that you come out on the other end of a, of a big transition. You're like, Oh, Hey, you know, I learned something in that. And I'm I'm a better person because of it. So I don't know. We may dig into some of that in the next twelve minutes. That would be fine. Maybe maybe that we'll see. Um, but but we're here to talk about um, the vocation of wife um, and what that means in different circumstances um, for different people. Because uh, being a wife doesn't um, doesn't look the same in a lot of different circumstances. No, it doesn't. And I'm really glad that that you want to focus just on that singular vocation because oftentimes it gets lumped together with a wife and mother Mm. you know the vocation of wife and mother Mm -hmm. is to do this but i i think that uh our husbands probably deserve their own slot in the vocation (laughs) table (laughs) yeah i think so and i I found that and i love my vocation as mother as well but uh, you know the more i am able to focus in on what are the what are the duties and the uh, callings that I have as the wife to my husband, um, it, it's a really good way to, or a good practice to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had I've had lots of opportunity to do that lately, <laughs> um, as our relationship is is changing yet again, right. as as they do. Relationships don't change, don't stay the same, right? As they go, that we were. We were college students together, and then we were grad oh. students together, and I was a seminarian's wife for a while, and mm-hmm. a vicar's wife, and then a pastor's wife, and and now I'm a chaplain's wife, and that that is a, but he's the same guy, mm-hmm. um, but e- each of those roles calls uh, on on me in a different way, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you're still um, the the vocation in the broad sense of the term is still as a wife, and and certain things come along with that for anybody. Yeah, um, anybody who is a wife has certain. I mean, there's just certain things that you do as a wife across the board. Love and faithfulness, right? And- those are good ones. <laughs> 
I mean, yes. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to be flippant about that, but yes. Um, but but as you're in, as as both you and your husband are in different places in life, that that very specific narrow sense of vocation does look very different, just because of the situations that that you're in and that I'm in, and that does change. That does change over time. I'm going to knock my water over over here. Um, so uh, you talked about um, being a, a a pastor's wife. Uh, what what was that transition into? I mean, seminary and vicarage have their own <laughs> challenges and joys. Um, but that transition into parish pastor wife and and then out of that as well. Yeah. Well, it was. It's very different, um, mm-hmm. you know. And and a lot of it was me assuming that that people had diff- certain expectations for me, uh-huh. you know, like I felt like I had to go around apologizing for why it was that I hadn't joined the altar guild <laughs> when he first started as a parish pastor. I and don't I, think that's unique to you either. I've I had, from a, I had lot a lot of other pastor's wife friends. I had a complicated yeah. set of excuses that generally revolved around, I don't like ironing. Um, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but you know, in the parish, there's a, there's a partnership that is, is limited because so much of his work he really can't, you know, couldn't get into great detail about because those are other people's burdens. You know, right. I'm I'm here to help him carry his burdens, not necessarily to become the, you know, uh, end point for all the parish gossip. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But in a larger sense, the partnership was so real because I was a member of his church. I was fully invested, mm-hmm. you know, in the life of the of the parish. And I did a lot of things over the years from webmaster to VBS director, you know. Um, and so, yeah, parish, parish pastor's wife was uh, something that I, um, that was who I was for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Um and that was that was both the, the relief of a burden. Mm-hmm. Oh, I being your wife doesn't mean I have to volunteer for summer Sunday school anymore. <laughs> um I mean I can if I want to, but it's not like there there's no sense of obligation there. Mm-hmm. Um but there's also this sort of reframing of identity that mm-hmm. comes with having that role shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that that shift um it can be it can be a bit of a soul searching time um, for anybody. Whenever a transition happens in a family, it's just it it can be a bit of soul searching and and uh, refocusing on on what your role is in your relationship um, as wife and as mother. Um, but just kind of coming to a new understanding of of what that means, and then coming out of so coming out of being a, a parish pastor's wife. Um, then you're in your role as editor of Lutheran Witness, yes. and that's a that's a totally different that's a different yeah. world. It's a different way of serving the church and serving my family because that mm-hmm. was you know um, that was a way that I could help support um, my family, and I was always cognizant of the way that even while I enjoyed this this very professional job, the way it tied into my family life mm-hmm. and hopefully supported and didn't uh, you know tear away from. Mm-hmm. Um, that part of my life. Um, that was a, it was an interesting time for ten, Ken too, a, a real, you know, a lot of it was a real period of discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting to support him through that, lots of long heartfelt conversations mm-hmm. and prayers um, about what his next big thing was going to be. And then lo and behold, we found out. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> 
And what is? I mean, we've we've said that before, but yeah. What is the next big thing? Oh well, um, he has been called and installed and commissioned and and uh, as a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy uh, in the Chaplain Corps, and I couldn't be prouder. That is super cool. Yeah, chaplains are are like one of those groups of people that I don't know. I don't know. Putting them on a pedestal is probably a really bad way to put it. Um, yeah. It's really terrible. But um, but it's easy to do because they're just cool. They are just cool. Well, and, and they do a vocation that's already already challenging. I mean, being a pastor is not butterflies and roses. I don't mm-hmm. I mean, it's just how it is. But then doing that uh, for a group of people who um, face death and danger all the time mm-hmm. um, are putting their lives in, a, in in sacrifice in a sacrificial location themselves or being on a battlefield. I mean, combining both of those things together is is a little bit mind blowing for me that that people willingly do this and do it well. And then throw in a whole lot of push ups. Yes. Because, you know, chaplains <laughs> are held to exactly the same standards, you know, as anyone else in the force. Right. Um, the, the armed forces, not the force like the police force. <laughs> Yeah, or Star so, Wars, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that's yes. a different, different force. Um, so, so that now there's this transition from uh, from being a professional Lutheran witness editor back into I don't know about back into, but but into uh, it's always forward with me. I guess it is always, <laughs> um, but into this new role as as a chaplain's wife. And what has that transition been like? <laughs> um, well, I haven't seen my husband in in several weeks, and we haven't lived together on the same roof in a couple of months as he's been hard. off training. And so, it's right now. It looks like being a single mother to four kids. Um, Kudos to you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. They're good kids. That helps. Um, but it's been rough on on all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we knew going in that there that this calling would come with long periods of separation, mm-hmm. and that one of them would would happen right away um but you know it doesn't doesn't make it any less hard when you really love the guy um yeah to be away from him uh which is a good thing i think yeah good good to miss each <laughs> it's other good to miss each other. <laughs> um so we're looking at at four more weeks this time around and then a few months together before mm-hmm. there's any more separation um so that's the hardest the hardest part um but i think you know, it's enabling us to grow together mm-hmm. in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that um, being supportive of his ministry doesn't always look like leading VBS. Mm. Sometimes it looks like staying home and holding down the fort um, while so that he can be free to focus on his mission. Yeah. Um, and so that's a that's a new set of challenges, but a very exciting one. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm glad to be able to to do that yeah yeah it's, it's, it's such a uh being a pastor's wife in itself is such a unique vocation but then being a chaplain's wife is is an is an entirely different very unique vocation um having that extra layer of of the separation uh that adds a whole nother um thing to that you, that now is your responsibility too um to, to care for the family while he's gone so that he doesn't have to be worrying about all of you yeah at that time yeah yeah what has been your um we only have about a minute and a half left um what what were your expectations going into this this latest uh transition process um and and how have those expectations played out 
Well, I knew that it would be different from anything I'd ever known. Mm-hmm. And it has been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would definitely encourage any any um, pastors and their families who are out there who have any interest, you know, to to reach out and ask questions. Because that's how we got started on this path. Um, the LCMS Ministry of the Armed Forces is an amazing team of, of people who can really help people discern um, whether this might be a good choice for them. Yeah. And for us so far, it it really has been. That's good. Um, good days and bad days, but it's, yeah. it's a great path to be on. Yeah. It seems like it's fitting you both very well, which is, that's good. Yeah. It's good to see. <laughs> I mean, we'll miss you around here, but it's good to see. Um, last question uh, with about 30 seconds left. But um, how how have you seen God's faithfulness to you and your family and, and to Ken as well through this whole process with all of its ups and downs? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's a big question. For I, know. 30 seconds. I know. I'm sorry. But I can tell you, he is good. He is good um, that he desires our service mm-hmm. uh, for his for his church and that if you step up he will help you through yeah um, and I'm saying that so badly but I just feel so much <laughs> gratitude in my heart for the way God's grace has been present in this journey yes well thanks be to God and God's blessings to you and Ken and your whole Thank family you. um, in this new new adventure endeavor uh, which sounds really exciting and We'll, we'll be checking in with you guys anyway. Oh, yeah. You're some of our favorite people. You know where to find us. I, yes, we do. <laughs> we absolutely do. Uh, Rachel Bomberger, thanks so much for joining me on The Coffee Hour. Thank you, Sarah. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.